0: This season of Merely Roleplayers contains swashbuckling violence, the threat of torture, and the exploitation of a character with impaired mental functioning. role players, where theatrical people play role-playing games. I'm your host and producer Matt, and in a minute I'll turn you over to Strat and the cast to continue the voyage of the good ship Cloudskipper. This season's a journey into uncharted waters in various ways. It's Strat's first time in the captain's chair, though it's certainly not his first time running role-playing games off the mic, and it's my first time sitting back from the table completely for a season. I consulted on some rules bits, and about running a game for a podcast audience versus just for the people around the table, but otherwise this is 100% strats season. It feels like a natural stage in the journey we're on, for me not to be the linchpin of everything we do all the time. When we first started, I exercised a lot of control over the stories we were telling. As we've gone on, and as I've come to understand the philosophy behind Apocalypse Engine role-playing games more and more, I think we've become less of an auteur-driven production and much more of an ensemble. I'm not going anywhere, but I'm much more comfortable sitting back and letting the rest of the company tell me a story than I was in the early days. I think it's really fun to hear how the story changes when you change the person running the table, even with the same rules framework governing the way the story unfolds. I hope you're enjoying the change of air as much as I am. In other news, you might remember a couple of months ago during Upstaged! I teased an upcoming game called Etherborn, a puzzle platformer featuring the voice talent of our esteemed net maker Natalie Winter. Well, it's not upcoming anymore. Etherborn is out now on Steam, Switch, Xbox One and PS4. There's a link to the trailer in the notes for this episode, which gives you an idea of what to expect from the gameplay and from Nat's narration. But before you get sucked too far into Etherborn, it's time to weigh anchor! The Voyage of the Cloud Skipper continues after this quick intro to another program you might enjoy. Have you heard about Voices at Play? Well, picture this. There's a table, and at that table, there are
1: 16 people, but they're all different from one another. It looks like they're playing a game, but it's not one you've ever heard of. Have I piqued your interest? Voices at Play is an actual play tabletop roleplay podcast featuring marginalized people playing games designed by marginalized creators. You can find out more on ttrpg-voices.com. Voices at Play, making space at the table for everyone.
2: The story so far. The good ship Cloud Skipper,
1: quietly gliding across the top of the Arctis Ocean. There is a second part of your business on sea, getting people that you don't ask questions about to other destinations. And currently on board is man and woman, you do not know their names. Mr. and Mrs. Sack are suspicious. There is a sputter and you slowly slide to a stop.
2: He's the reason the engines have stopped.
3: I didn't want to be any part of this, alright? The
1: others made me, but she's come come back for the captain.
2: So there's some big bad lady who's after the captain and you're up for just handing him over. That's what's happening. Who else is in on this? They all are. That's you, Willard, Rosemary, Nell and Wex. All of you. Yeah. Life's a game, the world's a stage and we're all merely players.
3: side of the ship are we on? Uh,
1: so you are kind of in the centre, down below kind of like the engine room is probably kind of in the middle along the kitchens where the most space is.
3: We've not just had the harpoons like just come in right
1: next <laughs> no, to you, No, no, right? no, although that would be pretty cool. Yeah, you, that's, yeah you're unaware of, of, of that. But you yeah. have Cobb uh, yeah. and you know something is going on.
3: I think I would probably defer to you and say what's our play here? I'm trying to decide whether, how much I care. <laughs>
2: about the captain
3: because that's the thing I think I think for me my loyalty lies to Cobb but also obviously if he's gone against something he's gone against the status quo yeah I'd be checking in with you as well Mm. because I'm I'm kind of more of a free agent I'm kind of up for survival
2: yes I think I want to know more about the the thing that is coming for him so I'm going to press Cobb for more information okay how do you do it by sitting down harder on him (laughs) (laughs) Right, look, Cop, before we make any decisions about which side we are going to land on, we need to know more about this threat. Who is she? I'd quite like to keep the captain around. He's a bit of an old fool, but lets us do what we likes, and that's quite good for me. So if we can keep him, that's the better thing for me to do, but I do not want to get sliced and diced by some mystery lady. <laughs> so please give us more info. Sure, and I just happy. like shake him.
1: Yeah, Carl's happy. Ten. He was never 100% in on this plan. He didn't really want to be part of it. Uh, and I think, yeah, you're clearly, although it's not wonderful love of the captain, but clearly your loyalty is, is coming through and he's perhaps reminded of of his own. And you kind of feel underneath you kind of his whole body um, sag a little. Yeah, all right. I'll tell
4: you. Her name's Evangeline Notley. People know her as Silvertooth. And she's here for the captain's map. The captain's not always been like this. Me and the others, we've sailed through with him for years. and I think one too many bolts of lightning. Last one did a bit more damage than his physical, you know. He forgot a lot of stuff slowly over time, but he wasn't the captain we knew. And Evangeline, well, she wanted rid of him and take his map and take it all for herself. Rest of us, nah, didn't want any of that so she tried a mutiny
1: we stopped her and as he's saying this is like he's feeling a bit of pride there this is the thing that you've awoken in and I was like yeah no we used to be something we left her
4: left her on an island just her pistol one shot classic we thought we were done with her But the captain he wasn't up for the life that we would lead but we couldn't leave him so we used some of the money bought this ship set him up as a as a lightning trawler you know at least we'd be together still be on the sea. And then, a few months back, Evangeline found us. How she got off that island, none of us know, but, well, the rest of them, they this life wasn't really for them. They wanted more. They wanted to go back to the old ways, and she made them a deal. Help her get the captain, get the map, get off the ship, split the loot, do what we want with our lives. Most of them wanted it, kind of just went along with it, really. And he
2: just kind of trails off and clearly ashamed of what he has done. Well, that's quite a tale. I've never heard someone be unmarooned before. Right, well, whatever we do, we're going to need more people. So let's go find the people we're left with.
3: Cobb, why don't you, can you go back to the engine room and undo what you've done and we'll see what we can uh, do?
4: It's going to take a while. Stupidly, I did a bit
2: bit of a good job, but I can, if you think that's the best thing for me to do, I can give it a go. I think the priority's is going to be having hands to fight if we're going to fight. If you intend to fight,
4: I know where I can get you some stuff to fight with. If we're doing this, come with me.
1: While it's going on, Chris, you're being led up to (coughs) the uh, dock. And Alex, you are heading uh, down. down, And there is only one way up. (laughs) So, yeah, you are going to be running down, and uh, you see coming towards you uh, Chris Mm -hmm. being flanked by a very large man.
5: Oh, hello, Alex. (laughs) I've got a new friend. (laughs) How are you?
6: I'm I'm running full tilt because I'm going. So I, I just go. I'm oh, not too bad, Starkey. Oh, pleased to meet you. Yeah, yeah. You you, you, you got it right on board, aren't you? Yeah. Bye.
1: And I just run past. So him or this, attempt to. yeah, this big bloke is attempting to is going to to hold out a, a huge arm mm. and essentially attempt to kind of close line you as you run past. So how how
6: do you react? I'm gonna try and slide under his arm basically slide <laughs> under his arm and then down the stairs okay uh roll uh flare seems
1: like a pretty flaring thing to do son of a gun what did you roll a mighty five is <laughs> <laughs> three in a row yep so i think the upside this with a total and complete failure is you do slide and you slide under his arm as you slide under his arm just comes down and grabs you by the collar <sighs> And then he's just gonna keep on walking and you're just being
6: dragged back up the steps Son of a the man. way you can.
1: And you're gonna
6: dragged up. I start making an awful lot of noise because I've run out of plans. So sure. I'm like, I'm being dragged. I know that I'm pretty much for it. I just wanna create basically the loudest amount of noise that I possibly can. Absolutely. Yeah, I think people on board
1: would hear. But you and Chris are led up. You uh, see uh willard and uh and rosemary <coughs> up on the deck they have attached to the ropes in your absence two kind of like not baskets but something essentially like on uh on rails um mm-hmm. like a, a wheel to go down these these ropes it looks like so you put something or someone in it and you mm. can then like zip line it. Mm-hmm. it down somewhere alex because again i'm sorry for your total uh failure you're going to be uh Whacked up against a mast, and your ta- hands tied behind mm-hmm. your back. Chris, you are going to be then led to the second mast of this ship. Seemingly, the, the intention is to do the same with you. How would you like to react?
5: Oh, Master Willard. Oh, I've been looking for you everywhere. I've wanted to. Uh, i was, ever since I heard about the captain's predicament. I've wanted to find you to join your team and uh, <laughs> and uh, and 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 join your little merry crew because I've always wanted to be a, a real a real pirate. <laughs> and uh, and yes, and I've always looked up to you. Willard. you know that we've worked together for a long time, you and I? Is this deception? I'm getting the, I want to just get out of this person's grip. Okay, yeah, uh, I roll cunning. Oh, that is a six. Where's the fails, man? <laughs> uh no, is six a is a fail. Oh, so yes. you get a plus one.
1: <laughs> uh, or an element. Uh, Willard is just going to kind of chuckle and go. One earth would I ever need someone like you on my uh, on my boat? Okay. Don't try and con a con man, son.
5: Alright, <laughs> <All right>, bitch.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna use my yoink. Ability. Okay, so yoink is you've pocketed something earlier in the scene. Yeah. So these people are clearly well armed. So I would
5: say Could I have nicked it off him?
1: Yeah, maybe it's a good pass. Way up? Or while off the, uh, giant, off man. the giant man. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I that's will that's try like to that.
5: take his little pistol. Is this a backstabbing as well? Uh you are crossing people, but no one They don't
1: think you're mm. on their side. Yeah. Because yeah. you failed with the deception of uh, trying yeah, to convince point. him. Sure. Yeah, there's no back Come on,
5: done. pistol. Boom, baby, 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 that's a 10. So, Woo-hoo. yeah, what what do you do? Stand back, you three. You woman, check that overboard. She's got a pistol in her hand, right? Yeah, yeah. So I say, right, actually, check it here. Come on, slide it. <laughs> slide it along. She's going to kind of look
1: at Willard and he'll nod and she'll pop up and kicks it. You kicks know, it I've got you. both
5: of them. I'm like, right, you three. Uh, oh, I've got my hands full. Uh, <laughs> you just stand there, stay there. <laughs> Uh, and I was out
2: The hell? <laughs> cool. well, so weakly and quietly
5: <laughs> yeah. Progressively louder And I sort of I tread back To Alex mm-hmm. As I go Yeah And uh, in the In the back pocket Of my leather trousers mm-hmm. There is a knife Yeah, you have knife, pocket knife yeah. And I, I sort of Waggle my bum up To Alex's hands Still pointing The guns at them <laughs> Okay And I sort of Pass my knife to, oh, Alex. to Alex,
1: so right? So you can cut okay. his hands free. Okay, cool. So you are attempting to escape, Alex. Yeah. yeah. Natalie and Ellie, you are following Cobb. So Cobb is going to walk you back to the engine room. He's going to walk over into another corner and it's an area with really generally there's nothing there. It's kind of some tools are stored there or it's where you've kind of some space just for dumping stuff. And it's not something really an area of the ship. It's kind of always just there. And it's it's kind of always, there's always been bothering you. It's like it seems like a. Like a waste of of space, you know. You mm. maybe you've asked, "Oh, can we hang some tool racks up on there?" And i think its always been kind of denied. Um, but you haven't really thought much of it, but kind of both of you. Now that he's clearly told you he's he's about to reveal something, you're kind of walk along, and you've kind of suddenly thought to yourself that this room—is really, is it really big enough? And he's going to to walk up, and he's got to kind of turn around, and um, they look at you, nightly and he goes, <laughs> "You're going to love this." Um and he's going to just like give a little tap on one of the planks and it's gonna be a little hidden thing. He's gonna pull a little lever and suddenly there's like a little crank and a whir of cogs and uh the wall pivots inwards a section of the wall to reveal a door mm-hmm. and he kinda of gives you a conspiratorial wink and kind of gestures you Secret in. Stash. So presumably you follow him. Uh so this room, it's it's not huge, but it's um you know, it's a it's a fair size. Uh, and what you see, first of all, is a big skull and crossbones flag pinned to the wall. Noise On either side of the wall, there are a couple of muskets, cutlasses, uh, pistols. There's one, uh, you notice, it's particularly ornate cutlass, kind of stored on the wall, slightly separate to that. In the middle of the table, it's kind of got maps and writings on it, uh, not in a particularly ordered state. And he kind of turns around and goes... Well, didn't feel like we could throw it all away, could we? Arm up.
4: Let's save our captain.
3: Yes, boss.
1: So you have a little armory Mm. all of a sudden. You have an option of what arms you can have. So everyone can have a cutlass if they want, um, but you can have like one gun type. You can't have one of everything. Um, Mm. So here you have to choose from muskets, cutlasses and pistols, which are in this room.
3: I don't want to be faffing with a big long musket Mm. or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I, I want... Something small in my hands, so cutlass, mm-hmm. yeah, great. Maybe a, a smaller pistol if that's yep. what I was about.
1: absolutely. Like yeah, a yeah. classic pirate combo. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Ellie, how would you like to arm yourself?
2: What was the bigger gun called?
1: The uh, musket is sort of the long one. A blunderbuss
2: is... Yeah, like a hand cannon. Yeah. What's the difference between... Like, what's the so between a difference? Between sure, so a pistol, a pistol is moderate so. damage. A blunderbust
1: depends on how close you are. So if you're yeah. right close, it's going to do heavy damage. Is there a difference between the musket and the pistol? A musket works at a longer range, but does the same amount of damage as a pistol. pistol right. is more kind of close up. Close up.
2: I've never had, in all of the mini roleplayer series, any luck with firing weapons. <laughs> so I'm going to get one. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Now's the time. I'll get a musket. Okay, so you've got a musket
1: me. Would you like a cutlass as well?
2: I mean, if it's chucked in free, I might as well.
1: Yeah, there's a few there. It's all the weapons that they would have had in whatever past life. Are there any, like, bludgeoning tools? Uh, Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, there's a cuttle that you could use, kind of just a big yeah.
2: Piece of stick. Yeah, and can I stick that, like, in my belt or my apron while I'm not using it? Yeah. Yeah. You've got all the pockets, so I do. A, cudgel pocket a cudgel pocket. Can I take two cutlasses? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's definitely, uh,
1: if you're, you're like, <gasps> I've finally got swords,
5: mm, ah. you
1: can have it. So yeah, so we'll say, yeah, you can have a, a sort of like a, a ranged weapon and then you've both got two kind of short range ones. So Cobb is going to uh, pick up a cutlass. He goes for a particular one. Mm. I kind of figure this is probably his. It's not very ornate, but it's it looks well used.
3: I do uh, look longingly at the bejeweled one. <laughs> it does catch my eye, I think. But uh, I'm going to go with the two
6: practical ones sure. for now. Thankfully, Starkey hasn't seen it, and Yoink. he will. Uh, he kind of
1: looks to you, kind of expectedly. He's kind of you. You're the one that's convinced him to go down this path, and he's he's kind of looking to you to see what what to do next.
2: I guess we've got to find out where everyone else is. So. Well, I Can think we that's a a perfect
1: that's opportunity. Also, you did hear yeah, a lot of noise from me. I think yeah. the noise you heard was Alex's racket. Yeah. So, this kind of tooling up that has been going has probably been
2: going on while well, that's while they've been being captured. Okay. Yeah. So, we're going to head in the direction of the noise then. Yeah, so, you know stuff's going on. Probably because we think that we assume wrongly that that's where the captain is. I of.
3: think as well this might partly play into the quick to anger kind of feeling mm-hmm. of right I know there's something going down let's grab some weapons let's go 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 mm-hmm. go 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 fired up
1: uh, how are you how are you going there are you just are you running full pelt uh have you- a light jog okay but you're not uh, you're not trying to <laughs> you're not sneaking, I not sneaking say, no. you're you're going in
3: <laughs> going yeah, pre- preserving hard. energy but going um, in with purpose yeah
1: excellent okay so you guys barrel down the ship up uh, the stairs on thing um and yes you you come uh, up onto the main deck to see alex uh, tied to a mast. <laughs> Uh Chris somehow holding two pistols and rubbing his bottom against Alex.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> and you see he is pointing those pistols at Willard and Rosemary, who
5: both have their hands up. You found Cobb, I see. <laughs> I found something else.
3: What's going on here, guys?
5: Untie him and then we'll uh We'll have a little chat, shall we? Willard?
3: <laughs> I feel like at this point we don't know whose side you're on.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm rubbing my bum on Alex and I'm blending my pistols. We know for sure who's on the bad side, though. That's true, yeah. So right. I think I'm going to go straight to swipe my cutlass at Alex's mm. ropes cool. so that he's freed. So your ro- ropes fall away,
1: you're you're free. I pass a pistol to Alex. Oh, sweet. So you have a pistol. pistol. You can mark that down, one pistol. Chrissy might also markdown. you've got one as well. So you're pretty talled up. Um, mm. and you you seem pretty confident and these two people that you know are kind of stood there they don't look that worried right mm. now. Where's the big dude? Uh the big dude is also uh yeah, the big dude is also there. So he's yeah. like he's one of the the three yeah. that kind okay. of seems to almost be waiting more than mm. anything. And there's a big
5: basket, you say, mm-hmm. to one side. It's on the on rope. ropes. Yeah connected to the ship and we can't see where those ropes lead to and as you're stood there with everybody
1: kind of looking at each other you hear out of the fog somebody whistling Natalie, you look to Cobb, and the blood has drained from his face. He is terrified, and out of the fog walks this woman, Chris, you have seen her, she was Mm -hmm. the one that had the uh, cutlass to the captain's throat. she is very kind of elaborately dressed she is spotless with this kind of long purple uh frock coat all kind of beautifully trimmed uh she has a glorious hat on with long uh flowing kind of jet black hair She has a small uh, scar just across her face, she is the one whistling, and she is currently walking behind the captain, flanked by the other members of the crew. She just abruptly stops whistling and looks around. Very impressive,
4: but I fear
1: this is where your fun has to
4: end. I'm taking your captain, and I will do you a deal. Him, for your lives. Take him away. You keep the ship. What's going to happen to him? That's between me and the captain. He has certain knowledge I need, somewhere I'm buried in that rattled, lightning-scarred
6: brain of his. So I'm currently standing now. I've just been freed. I've got a pistol. How many people are there? So it's us lot. Mm -hmm. So there's Euphor and Cobb.
1: And (coughs) on the other side, there is uh, her, Willard, Rosemary,
5: Ormond, the Giant Man, and Nell. Those three who I've disarmed haven't got any weapons?
2: Mm, You didn't pat them down.
5: No. I just know that I've got her pistol. Mm.
1: They don't Mm. seem to. You kind of get the feeling that Mm. the ones that you disarmed, I mean, they've got cutlasses at their sides. But, like, you've got them at gunpoint, so it's like they didn't draw them because they assumed you'd just shoot them. Sure. So they have them. They don't seem to have any uh, long-range weaponry. Um, but the, the others, they do.
2: Well, Mrs. Sack, I have to say, <laughs> this is very rude. <laughs> I've never been known for my politeness. It has to be said. I'll give you
4: ten seconds
1: to decide.
4: I'm leaving this ship with your captain.
5: The choice you get to make is if you watch me go did I hear if she wanted a map when I was sneaking oh you wanted a map did you what do you know of a map oh, what don't I know about maps I've been on this ship for a long time you know deck rat everywhere I've been everywhere I have and you know where this map is oh I might know where a map is <laughs> I'm not after a map well I don't know what map you're talking about I've seen lots of maps what map are you talking about She kind of looks you up and down. (laughs) You were
4: never in his service. There's no way you'd ever know. He can barely remember himself.
5: He knows who I am. That means he knows me.
4: And he's told you of them?
5: Well, we used to have long chats, the captain and I. For hours and hours every night, you'd say, you know what, Starkey, Mr. Starkey, you'd say, there's a fantastic map I once had. (laughs) (laughs) And I'd go, really, is that right, captain? I said, yes, there was a lovely map, but I lost it. (laughs) I never found it again. I said, oh, that's a shame, Captain, sir. Oh, what if somebody came looking for it one day? And he said, well, if they did that, they'd be very disappointed. And they'd have to leave, peacefully. <laughs> and leave me and everyone else here alone, because I don't know where that map is. That's what he'd say. He did say, I mean. Roll. <laughs> cunning. So Cunning. <laughs>
1: is going to be so convincing right on to the end when he started saying he should have to leave and leave everybody happy. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end. Uh. Um, she's, she's not even going to dignify you with a response. She's just going to um, start walking the captain towards the uh, thing. And he looks... He's he's just perfectly... I, you got to get a sense he probably doesn't know exactly why this is happening, but um, he's you know he's he's clearly doesn't think he's in a position to stop it himself so he's kind of
2: he's kind of going uh, along with this at the moment i'm really stuck because i my whole thing is protecting people that i care about mm. i don't know how close i am to the captain but she said that if we don't let her go then all of my friends will be hurt, so... They're going yeah. too good, right? And, mm. and if she
3: takes the captain away, she leaves us with the ship, and I'm concerned about the ship, but not necessarily <laughs> close to the captain.
6: i get to be first mate. She hasn't said that the others are going with her. Oh, yeah, what's happening to the others? Can Willard stay? <laughs> Willard decides
1: to laugh. I want to stay. We're oh, going what? with her. No. And then suddenly, from out of the, the fog, as things likely happen, you hear a furious voice of somebody you haven't bumped into yet and it may have been crossing your mind you didn't know where she was you hear india bane the uh the senior fisher suddenly scream out i don't think they will and suddenly lightning shoots out of the thing and pepper's Willard and the others yeah. that had no weaponry mm. uh, and she's clearly got up on the on deck lightning cannon that you have which you use to defend against kind of the, the creatures that, that fly around. Um, she peppers them with lightning. Uh, and you see Sack, uh <laughs> suddenly take her pistol, um, fire back, and she is bolting with the captain to the rope. I'd like to shoot the rope with the basket on. Uh, sure. We're all savvy to see if you can work out the best. Yeah. Uh, eight, nine. Dang, it! Uh, so <clears> I think what is going to happen is you are going to shoot the rope, but not before she gets there, Mm. grabs hold of it, and swings (sighs) off into the darkness with the captain. The others are looking like they might want to follow suit, but they can only go one at a time.
6: Who's been hit with the lightning? Has anyone been hit by the lightning? Yep,
1: yeah, so uh, Willard is on the ground, the first mate, yeah. uh, holding a, uh, a wound. Yeah. Um, and uh, the big guy has well, but he seemed to shrug it off. Uh, <laughs> Rosemary managed
6: to leap out of the way. Okay. I am going to shoot Rosemary. Kind of annoyed at what she's done earlier, so I, I run up towards her. I'm mm-hmm. going to shoot her with the mind to kick her off if she is able to be kicked off. I don't understand what you mean. Kick Literally my... kick her off the boat. You you want to physically kick her with your kick foot? Kick her off the boat, yes. Sure, roll Burley. But I'm shooting at her first. I think you could do one or... One or the other, not one both. Or, one okay, okay. Um... On, so off. if you are going to try and kick her off, yeah.
1: that's going to be uh, burly. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to try and shoot her,
6: that's more of like a, a savvy move because you're taking aim. Okay. Um, I will attempt to kick her off. Go for it. It's going to go horribly wrong. Seven mixed success. Cool. So you just kick her. You yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you kick her and she does go. Over thing
1: and manages to grab hold of the rope Mm -hmm. uh that is the remaining rope Mm -hmm. that's harpooned in there uh she is there's not much she can do now she is hanging above a very 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 big drop but you have taken somebody out of action still on their feet uh willard i think is is quite badly wounded and he's dragging himself Mm -hmm. over the burly man having seen evangeline go off he is he's making moves to go uh, the other members of the crew are now going to take more fire from India. Uh, so they scatter. A few of them seem to get hit. Ellie and Natalie, what would you like to do at this point?
3: Does India know that we're not the ones that have tried to kidnap the captain?
1: Yeah. Like okay. there was a clear divide. people. Divide sure. So she's... Good to know, good to know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she is aware.
3: Okay. I Well, I mean, I guess between her and Cobb, They're kind of the most senior people on our side now. And Mm -hmm. if they're attacking, then we're attacking as well. Well, Or I am, at least. What are you doing? So I guess I'll... Charge forward to the nearest uh, crew member that's trying to escape. And Excellent.
1: Escape. That would be uh, Ormond, the quartermaster. He is going yeah. for it. Delboy, yeah, Delboy yeah. is getting out of there. He is. Uh, so, how do you? What, do, what are you going to do?
3: Uh, well, I got my cutlasses. I'm going to run him down and swing him.
1: Sure, run down and swing away. Roll. Uh, are you just like the way I'm going to do it with sword fighting Is depending on how you're doing it. Uh, will depend the role so if you're just kind of just going in a hack and slash it's kind of going to be a more of a burly thing whereas if it's more kind of dueling that more swashbuckling like leaping on off of the the side and like swinging in and all that sort of stuff it's going to be more of a flare thing so describe to me how you how you want to attack him
3: oh i'm literally just like barreling along the deck with a big old swing
1: sure so roll burly for me Ten. Yeah, you you hit him and you hit him hard. How how are you going to do this?
3: Uh, I, I feel like at the moment, I, I'm not going in for a killing blow just sure. yet. So um, I probably uh, go for a, a slash to the leg, give him an a nasty Ooh. cut okay. to yep. get him down <laughs> on the floor. Sure, sure, sure. With more, because I'm, I'm dual wielding. So that's with the, the right <laughs> arm and then the left <laughs> hand is going to bring the pommel down on his head.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. So you, he's out cold. Nice. He is out cold, Funnel. he has got... No, no accidental sc- skull caving in on this occasion. No accidental <laughs> skull caving in, no, that's <laughs> only on a failure. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. Thing of nightmare. Uh, but yeah, you have you have taken him down. He Even if he were to wake up, he is going nowhere fast. Ellie. Natalie's just run in and sought yeah. someone out. Yeah. Cobb is yet to move. These are, despite everything they have done, his friends. Yeah, He has known them a long time, so he's... That Original, yeah, let's go and do it. It's kind of dampened a bit by the actual reality of, yeah. of, of what's about to happen. But who's, who's left up? Uh, so, left up, Giant Man uh, will be, yeah, the Giant Man, but he's running towards the um, escape. Yeah. yeah, he's trying to escape. Uh, so, there's oh, giant. giant Man, uh, Ormond is down, you have Nell, who's the helms yeah. person, and Rosemary, Rosemary is mm-hmm. off the side.
2: Yeah. And um, to Willard's oh. on the floor. Willard's on the floor. Yeah. He's got a lightning injury. Yeah. I'm really tempted to just run at the giant man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Up to you. All right. I'm going to say, come on, Cobb, let's get him. And then we run. Oh, he's nice. also causes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I'm let's do it. Of this. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. He's
1: it's like, this isn't one of my friends. Like, uh, he's more things. Yeah. So tell yeah. me how you want to attack. Uh, how you want to attack as a pair. Uh, What kit has Cobb got on him? Cobb has got a uh, cutlass Cutlass. and he's got a
2: pistol. Okay. Right, Cobb, here's what we're going to do. You're going to have one of them fancy dandy slashy fights with him Mm -hmm. to distract him but keep him at good distance and I'm going to try getting a shot in. Okay, cool. Right, I get you. So hopefully they're going to be standing at like two cutlass widths away from each other Mm -hmm. and I'll be able to take a shot Sure. With my musket. Yeah, absolutely. So he's going to... i probably to, kill Cobb because that's how <laughs> I always go when those shoot guns.
1: He is going to, to run in. Uh Yeah, he's going to draw his sword. And the, the big guy doesn't have a sword. <laughs> so, that's a problem. <laughs> um, but what's going to happen is he's going to be <laughs> swinging at him. And uh, Cobb essentially, for a big man, he can. he's pretty... He's can move pretty quick so rather than them being a like ching 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 he's more like dodging right the blow so he's distracted so you're going to okay. get that kind of distraction in uh so you he's not expecting to be uh, mm-hmm. shot at. so you can roll uh savvy for the shot and you get advantage right. because you have got Cobb as uh, as a distractor so you get to roll three and take the top
2: two okay good Okay, I'm taking that one away, and I've got 12. Yes. (laughs) Right, yeah,
1: so... what were you aiming to do with this shot what's going to happen to this guy i mean i want to hurt him as much as i can okay so i think so he's he's not a mook this is a serious guy uh-huh. so he has uh, slightly better stats than other yeah. people um, and he's but, also a giant and he's also giant but i would say with that role he is going to take uh, a point of serious harm
5: uh,
2: so where do you hit him I think a leg would be good because uh then he's less mobile. Cool. So essentially you kneecap him.
1: Oh, uh, that's what that's this a, is. That's a Helen Stratton move, right? Yeah, is. it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Like uh so yeah, this the shot goes off. Uh suddenly he kind of gives a, a grunt, he's he goes down to to one knee and we'll say this the like the result of that serious injury is um, that yeah? He's gonna have a he's gonna have a hard time escaping. Good, he's, he's, nice, yeah. And with that, Cobb is gonna see that he's gonna kind of look to you and just kind
2: of go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like badass cook i'm gonna look really pleased with myself and then just reach in my pocket get out a snack and eat it <laughs> <laughs>
1: real smug uh, and what he's going to do now is run and go for uh who is the person that is still up Nell.
2: Mel. so mm.
1: Nell's nearby um and he's just going to, uh, to point his sword it's like i don't want to do this though. now don't just we can still stop her You've got someone hanging on a rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the big guy. He is pretty much all intensive out of it. You've got uh, Nell there. Uh, the The rain of lightning uh, seems to have stopped. I think India has realized that her job was to, to give you an opening. Yeah. Uh, and now it's probably not a good idea to continue to spray <laughs> lightning into it um she's pretty kick ass i'm excited yeah. to talk to her so yeah i think what is going to happen is that nell who was on the rope she is going to have uh managed while this is all happening to climb into the kind of basket thing um well,
6: it was rosemary on the rope
1: oh sorry rosemary rosemary yeah. was on the rope sorry nell's on the ship rosemary's on the rope so rosemary's going to manage to climb into this kind of basket thing uh and you see her about to to kind of push off uh and zip down she thinks that this has not gone well. Most people seem to be in a bad way, and she's getting the hell out of there. So
6: would any of you like to
1: react to that? Yes, please.
6: Oh, so... Uh,
1: <laughs> Cover
2: ropes! At <laughs> <Sweetie laughs> which, which
6: point, because I'm going to be standing quite close to, because I yep. kicked her over there. Yep. Um, I look her dead in the eyes and say, sorry, I was such a disappointment, and shoot the rope. She just kind of looks at you. Her mouth drops. You fire.
1: The rope severs from the harpoon, And there's a beautiful Wilhelm scream (laughs) as she plummets. There's been an escape, but you've got one of Evangeline's crew Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, some injured or out cold members of the captains. You find yourself in a pretty. For this position. so Captain and Evangeline gone, but no one else was able to follow. Uh, so we have one deceased ex now member of your crew, who uh, Rosemary, R.I.P. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Ormond, who is unconscious currently because got a big smack on the head. Uh, you have Willard, who was injured, but doesn't seem to be serious but he is he is wounded um, a lightning owie has a lightning owie mm. Nell she was pretty alright by the end of it I think no one got didn't um, Cobb
5: go to confront Nell yes
1: yes but she, he was kind of like just, mm. he, just like, yeah, he just gave her a mm-hmm. talking to there was So she is uh, fine. You also have, obviously, you have Cobb, who you talked Mm. onto your side. So you have an ally in Cobb now, which is very useful. Uh, And also, seemingly, India has decided that she was going to act rather than just let things happen. Um, And you also have this giant of a man with a very, very poorly knee. Mr. Sack. Mr. Sack (laughs) is on board. So (laughs) essentially, there is somebody who has taken your captain, wanting a map. Seemingly didn't know where it was, so it doesn't seem to have got hold of it.
3: I want to know more about this map Mm. and whether we might have inadvertently already walked past it.
2: Off of the armoury. In
3: the armoury. I'm also envisaging India making a beautiful grand entrance to a big fanfare. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) What happens is uh, she kind of swings out of the fog from wherever elevated position she was. Mm -hmm. Does a little... Uh, forward flip in the air kind of lands nimbly in superhero position uh, superhero okay. position stands up kind of dusts off her hands uh, folds her arms and just looks pretty pleased with herself maybe looks down at Willard and just kind of like spits on the on the floor next to him not very impressed with his behaviour but she's she's there now so you can you can make use of her if you if you wish um, but in terms of other things you want to do so as investigation is there anything else probably you want tie to do? up the baddies
5: I've got a length of rope Mm-hmm. So I'm,
1: I'm going to tie up the big end. He's pretty badly hurt, so he's not much of a position to resist. He's big, but he he kind of knows he's not in a good way, and
5: no one's going to help him. So I think hog you... tie him up. Oh, okay. Oh, with his hurting. knee, and I'm going to fend his knee back. Oh.
2: There oh
5: sorry there sir <laughs> he
1: grits his teeth he's not making much he hasn't really said much or he's just gritted his teeth he's but well, he only grunted when he got shot yeah <laughs> <like> he's <laughs> he's trying to be as stoic as he can about it all but yeah i say you there's no problem there they're defeated um so you can tie them all up i think ormond maybe he's still out cold mm-hmm. so you kind of just tie him maybe by his, his mm-hmm. arms around the thing let him sleep that off absolutely and can i the check S-T-L. them can we check them for anything as Ooh, well yeah. so before we investigate mm. can we yeah sure uh roll uh savvy oh yeah boy Ooh. that is a 12 first of all you you get all their weapons small pistols and cutlasses uh you find on ormond you find a, a hidden blade
6: <gasps> um, like a switchblade yeah
1: very keen yeah switch switch blade hidden in his boot on willard you find a note, uh, just a piece of paper. Uh, it has the name of <laughs> uh, a tavern, the Illwind Tavern, Ooh. on it. And on the big man, you right. find a key. Mr Sack. Mr Sack yeah. has a key. I we... want to ask him about the key. And have we heard of this tavern before? Yeah, Actually, yeah. Chris, you've spent a lot of time in, on land before this, so uh, roll Savvy, and let's see if you... Uh,
5: that is a big, fat six.
1: Ugh. Yeah, you haven't... You You, you don't know where it is. Um, you don't know what taverns are. <laughs> 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 what
2: is this, tavern? A tavern? Yeah. Can I question Mr Sack, please?
1: You absolutely can, yeah. So you walk up to Mr Sack and he kind of, like, he's a, look at it, he's a bit power. He's lost a lot of blood, thanks to you. Uh, you're not his favourite person in the world right now.
2: Well, 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 Mr Sack. How the tables have turned. I could patch up that knee for you if you like. I'll take that as a... Yes, that would be lovely. Do whatever you want. Well, I don't want to. Then leave me alone. Oh, good bargaining tool, I thought. (laughs) Unfortunate. (laughs) Shall we we shoot his other knee instead? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Yeah, we'll shoot your other knee if you don't want to have a chat.
5: Cool, roll
1: Burley. Let's see if you can intimidate him with your... Your gun. can I, can I
2: help guns
5: in your guns. Can I help her by gurning over her shoulder? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure.
1: Uh, you roll if you you want to roll uh, cunning to see if you if this uh, cunning ruse of yours to try and do that. Helps. Uh, that is a nine. Mm. Uh so you can add uh one to your roll but I think any I, I think it was more of like he's just unnerved by you and taken off guard and he's mm. probably not gonna be able to I think he he's gonna ignore you from now on. Sure. So you've helped this. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Who is this weird man? I I'll talk I'll talk to this this lady here. This this person. Okay. so you can add add one to your Thank to your please. role. So don't
5: treat like a
0: no, 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 no,
4: no, 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 don't, oh, no, it's, what do you, what do you want, what do you want?
2: Well, we want to know, what's those keys for? Key, that one key, is it one key? I think it's one key. It was one key, yeah. What's yeah. that one key for? That's Silvertooth's cabin. Interesting. has she taken the captain?
4: Heading on to Grimspire, got a question in there.
2: A very useful and thorough answer, thank you. Tell me more about this map. What's it for? Why'd she want it so much?
1: He seems pretty reticent to answer this question, so you kind of give him a bit of a poke in the other knee with yeah. the gun to remind him of what's on stake, who doesn't. This is clearly something he he's really doesn't want to, to give up. The old captain, the resistor,
4: he found something. He found something. and Well, we never knew exactly what it was, but he told... Eventually in one night it was worth more than any treasure any parlour to blooms you'd like to know. She wanted it, we're gonna get it. Say what
0: You've been listening to Merely Role Players, with Ellie, Nat, Starkey and Alex as themselves, sort of, playing a game designed and run by Strat using the Powered by the Apocalypse engine. I'm your producer, Matt. Many thanks to Smokey Bastard and their label Bomber Music for the use of this season's theme song, Mong Some Hoof, from the album Tales from the Wasteland. Go to bombermusic.com or search for more from Smokey Bastard on Spotify. If you enjoy the programme, let us know with a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Listen Notes, or wherever you do your listening. You can also find us on Twitter at Merely Roleplay and at facebook.com slash Merely Roleplayers. Merely Role Players is an independent production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Join us for more drama next episode.
1: So uh, Hob is going to hobble off. Uh, uh, Cobb <laughs> is going to hobble
3: off. Hob is going to cobble off. Cobble
1: off. Hob is going to cobble off. <laughs> um, down to the the shoes back in the day. Um, <laughs>